Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Thanks very much for joining us. Welcome to the show. I want to uh, remind you that you can go to ExitCoachRadio.com and listen on our audio library to hundreds and hundreds of advisors, authors, and thought leaders, all categorized into 40 different file folders of topics of interest to you, like family, business, succession, um, life after exit, uh, learning about buy-sell agreements, learning about how to run your business and lead your business. My next guest is Thomas Young, and uh, Tom's joining us from Intuitive Websites in Colorado, and uh, they uh, help develop websites. We're going to talk about uh, inbound and content marketing and how to attract qualified customers to your company. Tom, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Thanks for joining us. And uh, let me ask you a question about uh, your company, um, Intuitive Websites. Uh, the name, I, I think I know what it means, that, that these are websites that someone would come to and understand immediately. Did I hit the nail on the head? And if not, um, what, are, what is Intuitive Websites all about? Well, we are about website marketing, uh, designing, developing websites, and helping people actually grow their business with the help of their website and, and being at their website's a key marketing component for their business. And then we got the name Intuitive Websites uh, many years ago. I think I purchased that domain name in the late 90s because I was doing uh, usability testing back then where we were watching people interact with websites to, to really understand how do people use this new thing, the Internet, and how would they use it uh, to, to meet their needs. And as we were watching people uh, use websites, they kept using the word intuitive. You know, this isn't intuitive, or I wish this was intuitive, or I, I don't know where to click next. It's not intuitive to me. And so I said, well, I'm going to get that domain name, Intuitive Websites. And then over Great. time, that became the name of our company uh, around 2004 or so. We, we decided to go with the, with the name Intuitive Websites. It just makes sense. And we have the domain name IntuitiveWebsites.com, so it's straightforward. When, when you first look at people's websites, uh, what percentage of them do you think are, are not intuitive? When, when you first look at, uh, let's say, 100 websites, what percentage would you say are not really uh, cutting, the, cutting the grade as far as being intuitive? Well, I think that it's getting better. Uh, I, I've been doing this a long time. We've been, been in this business now for about 17 years. When we first started doing website work, almost every website was an ad and, and just wasn't really aware of what the user needed from the website. I think that now it, more than half the websites we look at are, are not as intuitive as they could be, even with simple changes. Um, and some websites are just really off the mark. Um, but it's getting better. And there's leaders out there now in the industry that have had phenomenal success on the web by keeping things very simple and by uh, being very much in tune with their users and their users' needs. Um, but there's still a tremendous amount of growth that's needed. And I think if we look at the, the typical small business, let's say businesses that are under $10 million in revenue, 
um, I would say maybe it's closer to, to 75% of those websites really need some work. And the ones that are doing well are the small businesses that are totally web-focused, the web retailer, an online store, or a lead generation website for someone pr pr uh, providing web services. Those websites tend to do better. So there's still a lot of room for improvement out there still. I've heard one of the key tenets of website development is is follow the rule, don't make me think. Is that is that right? Right. <laughs> right. That's 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 uh, the title of the book by Steve Krug, a great usability expert. And what I love about Steve's work, um, and everyone should get that book. It's an easy read. Um, don't make me think. But but basically, what what Steve did is he said, wait a minute, we're going to do this this website marketing thing. Why don't we go out and see how users actually use websites? And and that's why he titled his book, Don't Make Me Think, because users wanted intuitive websites that are easy to use, where they don't have to think, they can just do and get their needs met. And we all do that as website users. Every time we go online, whether we're researching personal business, whatever it is, we want something to, to come to us and not have to think too much or have difficult usability issues in front of us. And I think what what um, is happening with most small businesses is is that they're so entrenched in their way of approaching marketing and what's important to their company and their own company's internal language and how they do things that they're losing track with the real simple basic needs of their website users. And one of the things that, that I talk about in, in, in my Vistage presentations and in, in, in my book and so forth is the idea of people want to find you. They want to do research and find you. And then when they find you, they want it to be a very simple and easy experience. And if you can do that, then they'll become very loyal customers for you. And that's really at the heart of, of inbound marketing, uh, which, is, which is basically at the heart of web marketing. And all this is driven by content. Um, and, and, and that's you know, kind of what these new rules of marketing are, are all about. In fact, it's really this concept that um, instead of going after an infinite audience, right, where you're you're doing this mass shotgun approach and you're hoping to just right. grab people that fall in, you're you're really going after uh, an audience of one, <laughs> and you're going after an audience of one, but but you have an unlimited reach to that audience of one, and you have unlimited time because whatever content is posted on the web will be there for a very long time. So even this this uh, interaction you and I are having today, in the old days this would have been broadcast out to however many listeners were tuned in. But right now, this will become a piece of content that will be on the Internet, probably in multiple places, that could be listened to by one person individually um, many, many times over. And that is kind of at the heart of, of inbound marketing. It's what's changing the rules of marketing um, and, and you know, getting back to, well, is, is my website going to be intuitive? Is, gonna, is it going to drive results for me? Well, it will if you understand these concepts and uh, concepts and these new rules of marketing. Great point, great point. And and again, uh, that's the the premise of all of this change is that instead of a tower broadcasting out to to for the whatever twenty mile radius, anywhere, anytime, uh, by anyone, uh, this this content will be listened to. So let's talk about. So we all, I think we're all familiar with outbound marketing. Let's talk about the concept of inbound marketing. Can you define it for us so that our listeners can understand? Right. I would say that that. The, the, at the heart of inbound marketing is really is really four rules that I want to go over. And I mentioned I kind of hinted at these already, but I 
want to just mention them to you. One is the idea that, that people want to find you. They want to research and and, and go to Google and, and do their, their research, and their research is based on their needs and their perceptions, um, which, is, which is a very, very different way of looking at, at, at marketing than in the past because you can very much target folks that would really be interested in your, in your products or services. So that's at the heart of inbound marketing is you have to get rid of the idea that you're going to go shake the trees, find people, and knock on doors. That's not happening anymore. People have too many barriers to that. Um, people want to find you, and that's really changed the sales funnel. It's changed the, the prospecting idea of the, the, the salesperson making cold calls. All that is really dying now because of, because of this idea of people wanting to find you. And then what ties into that is that once they do find you, they'll be very, very loyal to you because you make life easy for them. And if, you, if, you're, if you're very transparent in your content and, and people can connect with how you do business, they'll become very loyal to you. Um, and, and I think that to, for them to stay loyal, you have to have very good stay-in-touch programs, email marketing programs, follow-up programs, and so forth. Um, but that's really at the heart of, of, of inbound marketing. And what, and what is the driver of all this is content and, and how you get content out on the web and how you talk about how you meet the needs of, of your customers. Um, this is really, really what's driving inbound marketing it's really what's driving success in Google and Google searches, um, and it's, it's driving what's shareable in social media and, and how people connect with you. And, and, and really the bottom line is that companies that understand this and are doing this are seeing revenue increases. They're seeing more leads, um, and they're seeing growth in their company. Businesses that don't do this well are struggling, and this is data coming from HubSpot. HubSpot's the largest um, provider of inbound marketing services. They have a whole system for doing inbound marketing. And, and because they're so heavily in this, they track thousands of companies. And they've seen it. They see, they see the results. The companies that are on board and do this grow and thrive. Those that don't and, and, and rely more on old-fashioned sales and marketing techniques really struggle. Okay, so you said the, uh, from inbound marketing, we need to they need to find you based on their needs and perceptions, and to and for that to happen, you have to get inside their head as far as what are they likely going to be putting into these little bars and the Google search engines uh, when they're looking. So you have to be really cognitive about what terms and phrases your customer is going to be using there, right? Absolutely. Keyword research is really important. Understanding how Google operates is really important. I, I think a, a way for the business owner to think about this is what do you do in your company that, that you do really well, that you know is your niche, is your focus, is your competitive advantage, and that your customers tell you that that's the reason they hire you, it's the reason they buy from you. What is it that you do really well? Your challenge then is to translate that to the web, starting with very brief taglines on your home page, very you know, brief taglines that are to the point, and then expanding into volumes and volumes of content that go into the details of your business. And the better you can do that, the better you'll get listed in Google for search terms that are relevant to your business, and the better you'll convert people because they'll connect with what they just read on your home page, and they'll say, yes, this is the firm I was looking for. I'm going to proceed and move forward and interact with them in some way. And that would be called a website conversion, right? It's either a lead or a direct sale. And, and so, so, you know, in working with my, my Vistage groups that I work with, 
that's what I try to, to tell them. You know, you as a business leader, how can you get your arms around this idea of inbound marketing? And I really think it starts with that translation of what your business does well and keeping in mind, you know, how are we going to make that work within these new rules of inbound marketing? Great, great stuff, great stuff. And so, and then we move to the corner of, uh, uh, you know, making it easy for them, and then they'll become loyal because you made it easy. So what's one of the primary things people do wrong that make it difficult? Do they do they offer too much? Do they uh, word it incorrectly, use too many words? What are some of the problems? Well, I think there's several problems. I think the biggest problem is not being aware of this, not having understanding of inbound marketing, um, assuming that what has worked in the past will continue to work. I think that's the first thing. The second thing is that the, the business leader needs to be educated. Um, you know, our website is loaded with content information. We have um, all different types of content out there. And the Internet's loaded with ways for you to learn about inbound marketing. The business leader needs to understand this and start implementing a team that can move them toward action. I think that the business leader needs to build a culture of marketing around this idea of we have to put information out so people find us and these be simple and easy to use. Another major mistake that, that these folks make is they don't speak in the language of their users. They, they, they're so internally focused that they're not talking in the language of their users. And I think that to way, a way to understand how to do that is to actually go out and talk to your customers and ask them to review your website and give them feedback on your content and, and, you know, and, and how well it's doing at communicating what it is you do well. Um, one real tangible thing business owners can do, it sounds really simple, but it has a lot of power, and that is have have a regular web marketing meeting where you get with your team and talk about inbound marketing and content and then develop a plan of regular content updates on the website, whether that be a blog or a video or an article or product information. Just get the ball rolling. Um, and then from, then you, from that, you can expand into so many different areas because content on the web now is consumed in dozens of different formats. And the better you understand how your customers want to consume this content, the better results you'll see. So there's, there's a lot to it, but it really starts with, with this simple idea of understanding um, how this all works and, and getting your team moving in the direction of, of making this happen. Because it doesn't happen overnight. It's, it's going to take really a cultural change in the company and the marketing of the company to make it work. That's great, great uh, information for our listeners. And tell us about... Uh, What's going on, um, Tom, with with mobile technology now? What it, everybody's saying? Okay, if you're not mobile, you're not you're not here. You're you're invisible. So, how important is that now? And what do you see the trends for the future with mobile? Well, mobile is is really interesting. We've been watching it for for years, of course. And the trend that's happening now is that about half of the website traffic or half the traffic you see from websites is coming from mobile devices. So people are starting to use their mobile devices more and more in place of their laptops. And um, you have to be ready for that. Now, the, sim the thing about, about mobile is that mobile fits perfectly with all of the concepts we've just talked about. Simplicity, direct to the point, and all of that. And keeping in mind that people will read your content on their mobile device. And if it connects with them, they will take action They'll either call you right from their cell phone or they'll complete a simple form and, and send it in. And so we recommend 
that, that anyone who has a website or is doing any kind of web marketing has what's called responsive design on their website so that the site will adapt itself to the screen size. Because when you think about mobile marketing, you know, you, we know about the iPhone and everything, but what we think about is screen size. We think about what are the different screens that people are using to review your content. And those screen, size, screen sizes can vary from a tiny little phone in someone's hand to a projector that's displaying in front of a thousand people in an auditorium. So you have to be aware of screen size. You can see it in your Google data and you can see how many people visit you from mobile devices. And then of course adapt your website through a responsive design. And I think if you keep it more simple, then you, you, know, you understand that for the mobile user, their experience is right now, what they're experiencing is, I need something pretty quick, I'm on my cell phone. If I can't get an answer in just a few seconds here, I'm gonna go on to something else. But hey, if I found what I needed, and it's right there, and I can make a quick call, then boom, I'm going to respond. So yes, mobile is, is a very important component when you figure that, in many cases, half of your visitors will be on a mobile device. So it's a very good point. Yeah, that's and it's, it's growing, of course, rapidly as uh, mobile devices like my my giant iPhone 6, uh, <laughs> they get bigger and they <laughs> kind of bridge the gap between uh, where they're too small to read from and they're, and they're just an all-in-one kind of a device. Are mobile devices bound to get bigger still, do you think? Well, they're, and they're getting smaller. I mean, they're going in both directions because we have, we have the Apple Watch now, um, which my wife has purchased the Apple Watch, so we're, I'm having a chance to see what that's like. Um, people are consuming some content through their Apple Watch which is kind of mind-blowing, um, but the initial results are that it's not taking off like wildfire, and when I've seen it, it, it wasn't enough to hook me yet, but we'll see that. But the Apple Watch is, is, it seems to be, first and foremost, a watch to tell time, and then second, a, uh, a notification of reminders or updates. You know, you just got a text, you just got an email, that kind of thing. And then third, people are using the Apple Watch, and I think they're going to use it for personalized reminders like exercise reminders diet reminders notifications that a meeting starts in a few minutes that sort of thing but anyway the answer to your question is they're going to be as small as a watch and they're going to be as large as a projector but for handheld devices um, the iPhone 6 has been a tremendous success for Apple um, and I think they, they really hit the nail on the head in that that size of, of, of screen is big enough to hold in your phone and put in your pocket um, but not as big as a tablet where it's cumbersome, certainly not as big as a laptop. So that, I think that screen size is here to stay, and uh, you're going to see millions more iPhones sold. Your website content needs to be consumed on an iPhone, no question. So for those that are developing uh, uh, new sites or new content, it needs to look really good uh, primarily on those on sizes of screen where people can identify and read through it and, and make decisions and take the next step, get to the next step with that company. How do your listeners implement yep. all these ideas we were talking about? How, what, what's the process that they go through to, with you to, to implement some of these things, Tom? Well, I mean, we, we work with our clients on, on retainer-based programs because we realize that unless they stay in touch with us on a regular basis and we implement things for them on a regular basis – it, you're not going to see results. So that's that's what works for us. It really depends. I mean, if the business leader wants to work with an external team, we're available. If they want to build their own external team, I would say, you know, get their knowledge base up. My my book is, is called Winning the Website War. That's a great start 
to learn the, the principles, the basic principles that we've talked about here, and to lead a team to get these things going. But I really think most business leaders will really catch on to this if they just make it part of their consciousness and start learning, start training a team, having regular meetings, and building their culture around it. I think they can make it happen. And if they keep pushing their team, you know, keep it simple. Do things like include our phone number in our blog post so that someone reading it on a, on a cell phone can quickly call us. Uh, include headers on blocks of text so people can scan the headers and see if it's, it's content they want to read before they have to go read, you know, 400, 600 words of content to get what they need. Those kind of things are real important. And, you know, we're, we're happy to help help our readers or your, uh, your listeners with, with content we have. And they can, of course, get in touch with me if, if they'd like as well. And your website is www.intuitivewebsites.com. And is that the best place for them to go first for you? Yes, intuitivewebsites.com. And the book website is winningthewebsitewar.com. But uh, you know, winning uh, uh, intuitivewebsites.com is the best place. There's contact information all over the website. So you know, again, listeners, think of your website as a battleground, and it, and you need to win that war and turn yourselves from. If you look at your at your website and it looks like a brochure from the past, then you owe yourself a favor. Call Tom Young at Intuitive Websites and learn about how you can make it intuitive and and cha- turn the corner to inbound marketing. Tom, thanks a lot for joining us again. Great job, and um, always a pleasure to talk with you. I'd love to uh, connect with you again sometime in the future, and we'll go into some other, go in a different direction. How's that? That sounds great. Thanks thanks for having me once again. All right. All right. Thanks again. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with another guest. Please stay tuned. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com the information station for age 50-plus business owners, where we're interviewing top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new one-minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Business owners, If you came back from lunch and there was a resignation letter on your desk, which employee would you really, really not want it to be from? What are you doing to prevent this from happening? At Exit and Retirement Strategies, we design plans that attract, motivate, and retain key employees. For a free consultation, call Bill Black, the Exit Coach, at 866-370-3774. Call today. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 